Hello there. It's time for most things Kenobi. I prefer all things Kenobi, but I suppose that's not the Jedi way. As long as it's not all things Anakin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Lauren. And I'm your host, Leanne. And this week, this was like the wills, Leanne. Yeah? (laughs) Tell me more. Like, researching Force Lightning was like going down a rabbit hole with no end. And I, I didn't realize that it was so much more. Yeah, than it's what a lot. You, you think on the surface. I was just like, what the fuck? This is yes. insane. It was a lot. Well, we're talking about Force Lightning and Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably going to get a little technical. I'm not going to get super technical. I could if you wanted me to, but I'd, I'm going to spare everyone's souls <laughs> from the hard science of lightning itself. But I'm excited to talk about this because you and I have asked this question before. Why doesn't Luke have any scarring Mm -hmm. from all that force lightning? I will say that that, like after all this research, I have no answer. (laughs) Ah, well, that's good. That's good because it keeps the mystery alive. Yeah. There's a lot of theories, but there's no like official answer, which is very... Very frustrating. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just like everything else, the wills, like you mentioned. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You know, all these (laughs) midichlorians, we can't explain. (laughs) Sabine's sudden forceness. Um, Mm -hmm. There's just unexplained things in the galaxy. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize there were so many kinds of force lightning, honestly. I thought there was just force lightning and there's a ton of kinds. I didn't know. Let's start there because I'm unaware. Okay, so there are totally different explanations depending on if you're looking at canon or legends. It They're like not even remotely the same. It's insane. Of course. So in canon, there are basically different colors. Oh. And even like Mother Talzin has force yeah. lightning apparently yes. in canon it would make sense that a witch could y- utilize a force like that it seems like they have whatever they want at their fingertips literally and figuratively yes so basically the commonality i'm seeing is that the force is like a f- or i'm sorry force lightning is like a physical manifestation of the force it's like a tactile like manifestation of the force so interesting it requires a lot of power and sometimes it requires sacrificing part of yourself for that power, which is why Jedi don't use it usually. And even mm-hmm. it was banned by the Jedi for uh, most of Jedi history. Mm-hmm. But in legends, there are different kinds, like so many kinds. <laughs> I don't know if we have time to list them all. I find this fascinating because... I only know one kind of lightning, and that's what happens on planet Earth. <laughs> you know, so how can there be variation? I guess I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll hold all questions until after you you 
tell us more. <laughs> well, the thing, the one, the version that I found most hilarious was called Electric Judgment. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> It's so sorry. So stupid. I love that. (laughs) It's a Jedi version of Force Lightning. That of course it is. It's it's so judgy. (laughs) I know, right? Right. (laughs) I love it. It's so self righteous. It's insane. (laughs) But Luke and Plo Koon have used that, and it's like when you when you know you are in the right, and you have the correct judgment on a situation. They don't use oh it to, to harm, although Luke did use it to kill people. Um, oh, well, that's fine. I mean, Skywalker stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he was backed into a corner. He had to. Uh, so there's like the Force Shock, Force Storm, Chain mm. Lightning, Sith mm. Barrage, Lightning Shield, Lightning Grenade, what lightning bomb we escalate oh (laughs) sith seeker lightning burst and then vader's variant (laughs) oh (laughs) that queen is has to have his own special term for his force lightning i mean it makes sense he is wearing an electrical suit so he would definitely have to he'd have to have a variant yeah yeah how yeah. fascinating. So you can see why I was overwhelmed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I did not read through all of this because it's just, it was too much. I just read through the traditional Force Lightning. So that was plenty in and of itself. In your reading, did you happen to see anything? Now you said uh, to use Force Lightning, sometimes you have to give some of yourself to use it, correct? Yeah, it can have, like, a very negative side effect on both the user and the victim. So if you're, so I'm thinking of Rey in The Rise of Skywalker, right? She just kind of, it's almost like she was surprised it happened. Yeah, so people are really upset about that. And it's because Legends, Legends created this whole idea of what you needed in order to use Force Lightning and yes. there were, like, specific rules. Like, you had to be very focused. Like, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. just happen by accident. Mm-hmm. You had to have had it happen to you, and then it, like, oh. transfers the power to you. That I can buy. This is yeah. stuff that makes sense to me. I mean, in a sci-fi world. Right. And you had to be taught specifically how to use it, and Ray had none of that. And it was just, like, a burst of emotion from Ray, which in Legends now... I'm sorry, in canon, that that's possible. So they've shown it a couple of times in canon that it can just be a burst of emotion that causes Force Lightning. Hers was strong enough to blow up a ship. Yeah. So, Ray, I'm not dogging on her. You know, I'm just trying to figure out, wouldn't someone who, especially if they didn't prepare themselves to wield force lightning wouldn't it exhaust them a little bit i'm thinking of like you you remember how when baby yoda uses the force when he's super super young in the the mandalorian season and he like falls asleep and takes a nap afterwards (laughs) because he's so tiny and cute and young and all but like i'm thinking the same thing if you don't practice and you don't learn how to wield it in a certain manner yeah it could totally 
wipe you out. Yeah, it's very draining. And they said that actually Yoda in Attack of the Clones, when he absorbs Dooku's yeah. Force Lightning, that was yeah. very exhausting. And same in uh, Revenge of the Sith when he's fighting Sidious. It's yes. very exhausting to deflect it and to uh, project it, <laughs> I guess. But the argument about Rey, like, she's a fucking Palpatine. So if it can yeah. be transferred by, you know, someone shocking you, clearly Palpatine's very good with Force Lightning. So could it not be passed down through blood? It's the only explanation here. Yeah, I mean, if we're sticking to the legend's idea of how it's transferred, according to canon, it doesn't need, you don't need to be electrocuted in order to do it. That was a legends thing. So, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it is, it is very confusing. <laughs> it's very hard to keep track of everything. Uh, but yeah, it was interesting at the same time. I had no idea how prevalent it is. Like, it, it seemed in the movies, you don't see it that often. It's very rare. Like, Snoke uses it on Kylo Ren. Yeah. I think Rey and Kylo use it around each other. Mm-hmm. Sidious. Well, I guess, I guess then if they're the dyad, they could. That makes sense. That's interesting. That's an interesting idea. I mean, they're both emotional. They're both, they both come from questionable lines of emotion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Looking at you, Han Solo. Looking at, well, well, I was looking at Anakin, but you know. Comes on all sides for Ben Solo, honestly. (laughs) I love Han, oh God. And I don't know, I just, it, it it cheapened it a little bit when she was a little surprised that she was using it, you know, and then she continued to use it. Wouldn't it, like, wouldn't your surprise at using it stop it almost? I don't know. I, well, I mean, it kind of just, I would, you know what, you're right, because I always think of it as, as like a short burst, but she held on to that for like, I, I don't know, maybe she, she did. didn't know how to let go. That's true. I'll give her that. But yeah, I don't know. If, if you don't know that you're using it, you don't know how to stop it at the same time until the ship blows up. Shit. Right. And, you know, she didn't use it later on anybody else, especially not when she was fighting Palpatine. She used lightsabers to deflect it instead. So, you know what? Maybe that's why they even put this in a scene before she she goes up to Palpatine to introduce her to force lightning prior to the big force lightning that occurs coming from, I'm I'm thinking from a film standpoint at this, you're right. This juncture. That's given him a lot of credit for having foresight, but you know, well, (laughs) I throw him a bone every now and then. (laughs) That's all they're getting though. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that, well, because, Here's how we're going to tie it all back around. All right. Luke had no idea Force Lightning existed when he went to fight the Emperor. He was not prepared. He had no clue that it was coming. And the and again, it's the novelization for Return of the Jedi says this, which is not canon anymore, technically. <laughs> right? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, in the novelization of Return of the Jedi, it says, Palpatine raised his spidery arms towards Luke. Blinding white bolts of energy, coruscated from his fingers, shot across the room like sorcerous lightning, and tore through the boys inside, looking for ground. Hmm. The young Jedi was at once confounded and in agony. He had never heard of such a power, 
such corruption of the force, let alone experienced it. But if it was force-generated, it could be force-repelled. Luke raised his arms to deflect the bolts. Initially, he was successful. The lightning rebounded from his touch harmlessly into the walls. Soon, though, the shocks came with such speed and power. They coursed over him and into him, and he could only shrink before them, convulsed with pain, his knees buckling, his power to ebb. So, he didn't know about it, but also, he's so fucking good as a... Jedi, and I love him so much that he figured out a way of trying to protect himself, but, you know, ultimately, Sidious was too strong for him. Yeah, he's got too many years of doing corrupt shit. Yeah. To, you know. So, I don't know. <laughs> like, why didn't Yoda tell him? Why? Why Why let him go I, into that with no warning? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> why was so much left out i luke had to luke learned the hard way and he's still not a bitter bitch at the end of it you know what i mean he still yeah. kept his grace about him and that's why we love him my question is i mean our question is was there any harm done now let's separate it from physical and mental because that had to leave like to me I know I don't finish my sentences, but that's because my brain goes faster than my mouth. <laughs> to me, it seems as though I would wake up with nightmares of this. Yeah. Because it is a twisted way of utilizing the force, and it's ugly, and it's angry, and it's not natural. You know, it's not the way that Luke and any other good Jedi uses the force. Mm -hmm. That shit would haunt me. Absolutely. And everything I read said Palpatine is strong enough to kill him immediately. And so the fact that he... So he tortured him. Yeah. He didn't kill him. He played with him. I hate that the most. When it's because Luke was very... And I don't want to use the word proud. That's not what I mean. Like, he was sure of himself. He had declared himself a Jedi. And so Palpatine yeah. was like, here are the consequences of your choice. And <laughs> enjoyed that a little too much. And... It, it it just adds, like, a little bit more evil to it, you know? <laughs> For sure. I mean, it's Maul all over again. It's what Maul loved to do, you know? Right. Did Maul ever use Force Lightning? I don't think so. I don't think so. But it was used on him. Mm-hmm. Sidious. So this is the other thing, too, right? So we've seen Maul tortured by Sidious. We've seen Luke tortured by Sidious. We've seen Anakin tortured by Dooku by multiple times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Multiple times. <laughs> and, and, like, the list goes on. No one has been scarred except for Sidious. Is it because he's the embodiment of what that symbolizes? Yeah, I mean, that was my initial thought, was that it revealed his true nature, and because yeah, that's, Luke's yes. true nature is goodness, there was nothing to reveal. But yeah. that's a theory. There isn't anything in canon that says that for sure. Some people have said that Sidious was using a mask, a Sith mask. Like, um, they call it oh, Sith yeah. alchemy. Mm -hmm. Where mm -hmm. he, like, because using the dark side over time does corrupt you visibly. I mean, you see it in Anakin right away in Revenge of the Sith, yeah. right? His eyes turn red and he's very, like, tormented. Over yeah. time, it continues to degrade your appearance. And 
So they said in this article I read that Sidious used Sith alchemy to change himself like on a molecular level so that he could continue to look normal in the Senate. And then mm-hmm. when he had the force lightning, it broke the spell, sort of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can believe that. I just... <laughs> the stuff that Palpatine had going on all at once, at all <laughs> times. How... How is he not tired? <laughs> <laughs> That that's just a, I'm just curious. <laughs> I know just, he's like I, casting beauty spells on himself. He's he's controlling the Senate. He's controlling the. Uh, he could the... have tried harder with that mask. <laughs> I know he was trying to come off as <laughs> an old senator, but come on, you could have done something better with that hair. If you could have chosen anything, that's what you chose. Okay. It, it's it's uh it's so you can look past it so easily. As not threatening, that that's probably why he went with. That's true. You know, whatever. He wants to come across as unthreatening as possible, and he did. You know. But I find it interesting that Force Lightning was used on Maul, and Maul never used it in return. For as angry and pent up and emotional and ragey as Maul is, (laughs) he never once, like, burst into flames or, like... (laughs) (laughs) used lightning he never thought to like play with satine with force lightning i wonder if there was such a part like sidious is so bad right that maul for everything awful that he is he still had enough in him to be like you know what i'm just i'm just not gonna use that i'm gonna go with a different route you know what i mean i mean he had it used on him so maybe he knew yeah, like I'm not know. fucking with this. It's a good well, and it could be as practical as the fact that maybe his legs were electrical. Yeah, it's true. It, this is true. Yeah, but I'm thinking I just I'm giving a little credit to Maul to be like, you know what? I didn't like that, so I'm just I'm gonna use a different method. Yeah, you know. But I I do find it interesting if you want to compare Maul to say Ray, which there is no comparison. I'm just saying in in terms of Force Lightning. Mm-hmm. She just burst out with it. And if there's anyone who can't control his rage, it's Maul. (laughs) Because he lives in it. He breathes it. Yeah. He lives for it. And it's all directed at one person. (laughs) I'm surprised he didn't just, like, come out with it. Kenobi! He was just constantly electrifying stuff because he couldn't contain it. (laughs) He would be like that glass ball in a science center that you put your hand on and, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know the one it's like static uh-huh. it's like static it's safe static Abs- but it's just <laughs> that's small <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious wait can we talk about actual lightning yes please because because it, it has makes no, no sense i was gonna say it has no place here <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> no, there's nothing about real lightning in the mechanics uh, and physics of lightning that makes any sense in the sci-fi world which i I will say I'm 100% okay with. Yeah. Some things need to be fun for the sake of being fun. (laughs) So I'm going to be the opposite of fun right now. (laughs) (laughs) So for those of you who don't know, I'm an atmospheric scientist specializing in meteorology. And lightning is a core component of that field. (laughs) It's a thing. And as a 10-year-old child, I read an entire book on electrical charges for fun. Let that sink in. (laughs) As Hugh says, clacks on alert, nerd alert. 
<laughs> Nerd alert. <laughs> Thank you, you. Sound the alarm. Um, <laughs> so, honestly, everyone's heard the static electricity comparison, right? It's one charge. There's a negative charge and a positive charge, protons and, and electrons. That's essentially what's going on in a cloud. You have ice crystals and waters, uh, water droplets and all these things rubbing against each other. Because in a cloud, there's an updraft and a downdraft. Mm-hmm. That causes a continuous turnover of the water droplets and ice crystals, depending on how high in altitude your cloud grows. So thunderstorms typically can get to about 30,000, 40,000 feet high in, in the atmosphere. So it's a lot. Think of it as like a giant column of a bunch of positive and negative charges rubbing against each other. That causes essentially static electricity. That's, you know, the charges rubbing against each other, friction, all this stuff, boom, electricity. So you can have three different types of lightning. (laughs) There's cloud to air, because everything has a charge. Mm -hmm. Everything around you has a charge. You can have cloud to cloud, so within a cloud or an adjacent cloud, the positive and negative charges, or you can have cloud to ground, something on the ground has the charge that connects to the cloud. Like a person. Like a person. Now, here's where it gets really interesting. Lightning doesn't just strike straight down. It ignites a charge from the bottom. So let's say the person on the ground connects to the lightning in the cloud. A little tiny charge will go upwards out of you, like force lightning, (laughs) and connect with the lightning bolt. Now, it's so tiny that it looks like a lightning bolt just strikes the ground, right? Like straight down from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. But there is a tiny charge that comes up from you and it connects. Oh, that's so crazy. I never knew that. Well, it happens so fast that sometimes if you have the right camera at the right time, you can see it. It's a little, it comes up and meets. Oh, that's crazy. Here's where I want to put it into Return of the Jedi. You know, let's let's bring it back to Star Wars. (laughs) They say, they being us, (laughs) the scientists, if you're standing on the ground, you have a better chance of surviving than if you're laying on the ground. So think of Luke, right? Mm. Sidious goes after him with the force lightning and he lays down. He would have had more of a chance of dying right there on that floor Mm. laying down than he would have if he was standing up. And the reason is you have two points, two feet on the ground. Mm -hmm. You have two points for the, the charge to to discharge out of you so it's split if you're laying on the ground the distance between your head and your feet it has to come out right there's a longer path so it's one point one point to end and one point to the other end and in doing so it would like go through your entire body so it's just burning holes through you is that the whole is that what well it's traveling so fast that it would have more damage caused because it's going through all of you instead of just down through because the lightning wants to get out of whatever it's hitting as fast as possible. Wow. So you have to have a way. That's why some places have lightning rods on the top of their, their you know, that you want it to hit and completely go out before it has a chance to travel down the length of the entire mm-hmm. whatever, right? So if you can disperse that charge in the proper manner, you have less damage. So if Luke's laying on the ground, and I believe it was a metal floor, mm-hmm. <laughs> Vader would have been crisped right up with him. The whole thing is a wash. Well, so would the emperor then, wouldn't he? Because it would be the the whole... Gra- so this is very interesting. Look it up if you want. If you've never seen a ground charge, if a lightning bolt hits a field, it will spread out like, like fingers, mm-hmm. like thin lightning fingers. And that's how 
cows in an adjacent field end up dying from a lightning strike that doesn't hit them directly, but the charge moves through the ground and goes through the first thing that it can. That's that's bleak. (laughs) So Sidious would have went down with them. (laughs) (laughs) So the whole thing is so crazy to me. But I'm fine with it. Like I said, I'm fine with it because it's it's science, it's fun, it's science fiction, it's playtime, it's make-believe, whatever, right? Yeah. I do wonder, if I may, just play around with this a little bit. With the thought of Luke on the ground, what if the Force wraps you in a protective, like, like so it doesn't that's, travel? So that's a thought I had, too. Yeah? Yeah. I'm just playing around with an idea here that the Force works in mysterious ways, we'll say. And (laughs) if Luke blocked it for a time, he did a fairly good job of blocking it for a a time for not knowing any of this, for not being told any of this. (laughs) (laughs) Did pretty good. But what if the Force, like, it's got to dissipate somehow. So I wonder if the Force is part of that. Yeah, I mean, if if lightning in Star Wars is the physical manifestation of the Force, then there's got to mm-hmm. be a way. Like Yoda literally just absorbed it into his hands, right? Right. It's wild. There's a term for it, and I cannot pronounce it. It's a Star Wars term called Tuta Manus, <laughs> something Ooh. like that. And it's it is definitely a Legends thing officially, but it is, quote, an umbrella title used by the Jedi Order to classify force abilities related to energy absorption. Mm. So even as initiates, they're taught this technique, but of course, you know, this is on a much larger scale, which is why Yoda can do it. It's wild that Yoda can even do that. I mean, (laughs) what a boss. (laughs) (laughs) That That little thing. Well, think about it, like... Like, if you go with real science, matter and energy can neither be created nor destroyed. So that had to go somewhere. <laughs> I know that. That's why I'm wondering, is the force helping with it? Because it's yeah. got to be discharged in some manner. <laughs> it has to go somewhere. Into Yoda's little three fingers? Like, I don't... <laughs> it was his gimmer stick was his grounding rod. It was the gimmer stick. It's a, it's a lightning rod. It functions as a fucking lightning rod. <laughs> Oh, God, he walked around with it just in case. (laughs) And he went to Dagobah, which is the most stable atmosphere I've seen in a planet. There is no, (laughs) it's constant stratus, we'll say. There's no, you know, giant storms brewing. So he went to the one place where it was stable enough that he didn't have to worry about it. (laughs) No more electrifying or electrocuting. We haven't even talked about how hot lightning is. Well, yeah. The heat alone. This this shit's nuts. 54,000 degrees Fahrenheit or 30,000 degrees Celsius. Oof. You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way that Luke can yeah. survive this in real life. No way in hell. So it has to be the Force. He doesn't have a scar. He doesn't have anything. He's able to get up and go over to his father. Yeah, because even if you survive a lightning strike, don't you have a burn entry and exit? Like you have yes, like usually a, a hole in your toe yep. and like one in your finger or something like that. Well, black fingernails, you know, it, it yeah. has to, it, sing, it singes you. Yeah, it literally burns you way. up. <laughs> yeah. So 
in Legends, actually, I had never knew this because I haven't read that many Legends books, but apparently force being hit with force lightning actually makes you sick. It, it like compromises your immune system. So Luke actually got really yeah. sick after Return of the Jedi in Legends books. Makes total sense to me. Yeah, I mean, like, the fact that he had, it like... It would kill the biomes right. in your gut. <laughs> right. like, the poor man would have diarrhea for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Luke. I just outed all of your intestinal problems uh, post-Return of the Jedi. I prefer to just believe he was just fine. Nothing was wrong. <laughs> oh, no, he was fine. He didn't poop his pants. There's no Vader pooping. Vader did <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, that's not true, because there, there are, like, fart jokes in every Star Wars movie, which I find really disappointing, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> there is no pooping in Star Wars. There isn't. Is that, is that our new motto? Yes, there's no pooping in Star Wars. There isn't. Star Wars is pain, and there's no pooping in Star Wars. There's no pooping. <laughs> <laughs> how, did they, how did this... Cut, go from fucking force lightning to pooping one's pants. <laughs> we have Even reached a show. new low. My mom is turning this off right now. <laughs> <laughs> we apologize to all the parents out there. <laughs> yeah, not a fan uh, of poo jokes, but this is making me laugh pretty good. So maybe I. <laughs> well, listen, it's science, right? You would think if someone got hit with that much freaking lightning, yeah, everything be fucked. <laughs> Totally. And, and and we talked about it at the panel in London about the thunder aspect, because when you have that much heat separating the air, literally yes. separates the air, comes back together, bang, that's thunder. They'd all be so deaf, too. Like just It'd be a cacophony of, you know, constant Vader's helmet would be ringing. And so there's a lot going on. That's why Vader killed the Emperor. He couldn't take the noise anymore. He couldn't take the It's too loud. No. no. <laughs> it's too much noise. Oh, my God. I'm too I'm old dying. for this. <laughs> so something that I did think of, because they were saying yes. that in order to have Force Lightning, you need to have been struck with Force Lightning in Legends. Yeah. It made me think of stories I've heard of people who are struck multiple times by Lightning throughout their lives, where it's like you get hit once and then your yeah. probability of getting hit again goes up. And it's crazy. I heard stories of like this guy got hit like 12 times and like his wife left him because yes. she was too afraid to be near him because he got hit all the time. It's crazy. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> That's that's a walking static charge. Yeah, it's. A- I don't. I don't have an answer for any of that. I, I think it's fascinating though because I do know someone, um, in my field, r- related to my field, who was hiking and got hit by lightning, and I think he got hit twice. Holy shit! Not at the same time, but like Again. two hikes he went on. That's crazy. My question is, hold up. You ever hear the old phrase when thunder roars, go indoors? <laughs> Why are we out hiking when there's a chance for lightning? I'm just asking. Oh, I have heard of people getting hit by lightning, like, in their kitchen doing dishes during the storm. Yeah. I mean, if you have the charge and you're in the right place at the right time, you're not stopping it. However, if you're out and your hair on your arm unexplicably starts to stand up, Mm. get somewhere safe, it's a good sign that something's... Something's That's good to, to know. That's a good trick. What about, like, someone like me who has a window in their shower? 
I, I think the chances are so low, honest to God, but water is not a great thing to be in when there's lightning. So I would just, you know, wait okay. 10 minutes. Wait for you know, shit's going down. <laughs> wait for the storm to pass before you take a shower. Yeah, just 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 to be on the safe side. I mean, it's one of those things is just like the chances are so low and yet there are so many deaths and I see it out here all the time. We get storms and we hear about entire fields of cows just being killed. Oh, it's so sad. It's sad. It's very sad. I never knew that I guess it makes sense. It's not like you can bring your livestock in if they're out grazing out in a really huge field. That would be very difficult to do at the last minute, you know, warning of a storm. So it's crazy. it's pretty. And then there's a the thing called the bolt from the blue, which is, um, the storm could be many many miles away, and a lightning bolt can and will reach out many many miles away from the center of the storm where there's the most charge. And still strike someone like people on a beach have reported it was clear around me and we got hit by lightning. And it's like, how the hell does that happen? But it can happen. Well, I'm never, never leaving my house again. So that's good. I mean, this is not that's not to say don't leave your house again. I'm just saying, like, you can be smart and be prepared. And if it's if you got the charge, there's no there's no stopping it. Just just have to be safe. It just means Palpatine was ready for you and it's your time (laughs) yeah he's looking he's watching yeah and he's aiming (laughs) palps blame palps yeah everything is always his fault (laughs) always somehow palpatine has returned (laughs) (laughs) so our question for you this week it's pretty straightforward Why do you think Luke was not scarred by Force Lightning? There is no canon answer, so just tell us your thoughts. Like, make up something. I don't care. Just Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think the Force had anything to do with it? Or is it just pure Luke? Yeah. He's the purest form of Luke Skywalker being pure. (laughs) Exactly. Or anybody who's been hit by Force Lightning. It doesn't have to be Luke. What's the theory? Tell us your thoughts. Yep. Oh, next week is special. Next week's episode is very special. It's Lauren interviewing just author extraordinaire. (laughs) Beth Revis is joining the Most Things Kenobi show. I, unfortunately, was unable to make the recording for this. And I will forever be very sad that I was unable to make this. So... You want to give your thoughts on the next week's episode? Yeah, I mean, it was it was sad to do it without you. I was definitely, like, having to re-prepare myself quickly, but it was cool. She gave us a lot of insight on what it's like to write for Star Wars. She got to read the Rogue One script before anyone else. She told yes, me all about so that. It cool. was really cool. We talked about The Princess and the Scoundrel. We talked about her new book that's coming out called Night of the Witch, which sounds fucking awesome and is based on a real historical event that I had never heard of and a lot of people had never heard of. So that was really fun to talk about. So yeah, I'm really excited to share this because not only is it cool to get that insight, but for anybody who's creative or anyone who has a dream, she talks about how she became a Star Wars writer or just a published author in general. It was, it's a really, Mm -hmm. I think it was a really inspiring conversation. So I'm excited to share it with everyone. 
I'm excited to listen because I wasn't there. So I'm tuning in <laughs> as a fan of you and Beth. So I can't wait. Please join us next week and give Beth Revis the love that she absolutely deserves. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. We appreciate every single one of our patrons and are grateful for your support. If you'd like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. As always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy our podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. And if you need just one place to find all of these, head over to mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, MySpace Twin, may the Force be with you. Always. Thank you.